Welcome to the Ramcast, the podcast version of Ram TV. If you want to see the video version of this podcast, be sure to check out our YouTube or Facebook channels where you can subscribe and follow us. Ram TV works in partnership with Valley Studios, a production company designed to bring entertainment to all facets of the internet. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Ramcast. And there wasn't anything to eat, like a box of pancake mix and a can of SpaghettiOs. And did he play Sonic a lot? Oh my god, the Sonicking that happened. And how many Sonic the Hedgehog action figures does one guy need? And you stayed with him, willingly, the entire time. Well, I had to go somewhere. You were gone. I couldn't follow you. And the ether gets a little lonely. I thought you were, like, omnipresent. You could go. And I thought you'd never come back. Imagine all that time away from me. Yeah. What are you two talking about? Nothing. Owls. Owls? Seriously, Zach? That's the best thing you can come up with is owls? I panicked. Oh, I see. It's that co-host position, huh? Yeah, you can't pull the wall over my eyes. Mike, really, we're not talking... Zach, after I let you spend all that time with me... Oh, God, don't let him make me watch Sonic 2 you again. You respect the classics! Okay. Now... Michael, he is a sensitive soul, and you know that. That was inappropriate. Oh. And, furthermore, we were not talking about the co-host. Well, can we? No. Welcome back to the chaos that is Ram TV. This is Ram TV, and we are proud to say that this episode is brought to you by one of our fantastic sponsors, Designs by Diane. See, we do more than give you a door into the geekdom. We also have a gift shop where you can get your hands on gifts for loved ones so you don't return empty handed. Designs by Diane's does embellished chipboards with sayings from love, faith, family to crosses and peace signs. Or for those of you who need an engagement present, a Mr. and Mrs. sign. Now no one get me one of these, I already have one designed by Diane. Rachel and I take cash, check, money order. We also have links below so you can find her page and get your crafty little gifts. Now, let's get into it. So, Game of the Year is Zelda Breath of the Wild, and yes, I'm calling it now, Zelda Breath of the Wild gets Game of the Year. Anyways, Breath of the Wild receives its first DLC, The Master Trials, and with it comes Master Mode, or Hard Mode, Trial of the Sword Access, Quests for the Travel Medallion, Korok Masks, and of course, new outfit locations. And what I find most interesting, the new map mode, A Hero's Path. This map allows you to see your travels along Hyrule from start to finish with the touch of the X button. Then by pressing A, it plays your travels, stopping at every death along the way. Oh boy, I have a lot of those to revisit. So, how is this tool handy? Well, it shows the path you've took, then it shows where you haven't been. And therein lies the ability to adventure every square inch of the map and find everything for you completionists. That being said, it does only show the last 200 hours of playthrough. Has anyone actually spent more than 200 hours on this game? I mean, it's a great game, don't get me wrong, but it's not that huge, unless you walk everywhere and just forget the horse. So here's my question. What does your hero's path show? Share those in the comments below. I would love to see how we compare. And of course, while Zelda's first DLC has me giddy as a schoolgirl on Christmas, we have something to get you Blizzheads, that's a term coined right here at Ram TV 2017, describing Blizzard fans, excited for BlizzCon only a few, five months away. David has some ideas of what he thinks we're going to hear about. Hey guys, so my childhood was actively spent playing video games. 
and two games that took up a majority of that time both came from the same company, the PC gaming giant Blizzard. And in case you couldn't already guess, based on the video that's playing right now with this video, uh, those two games are Warcraft 3, which is a gating storyline and fun multiplayer. And the other game was Diablo 2, which took up tons and tons of my life when I was growing up. I spent it leveling up characters for trying to get to 99, which I never did. The closest I ever got was like 93, which is still kind of impressive. And the fun multiplayer, trading with people and trying not to get scammed. And based on a report from IGN, it is fully expected that Blizzard will announce at this year's BlizzCon that not only Warcraft 3, but Diablo 2 will be getting a full remaster. That means that they're going to be brought into the glory that is high definition. It is exciting to see how a blast from my childhood and a lot of the standards that I still hold games to to this very day will look and feel in glorious high definition. And to say that I'm excited for this announcement is an understatement. And for people that missed out on the opportunity to buy a ticket to BlizzCon, plus tags. Let me know in the comments down below if you're excited for anything else that could come out of this year's BlizzCon. And what do you guys think about the remasters of these two games? How do you think they're going to feel? How do you think they're going to play? And are you going to pick them up when they come out? This has been David Huffman reporting for Ram TV. Let's send it back over to Aaron. BlizzCon will be held in California on November 3rd and 4th. And if you miss out on the opportunity to be there in person, no worries. Blizzard will be offering a virtual ticket so you can watch BlizzCon from the comfort of your own home. I have another question for you. Are you aware of Enya or Petra or Petya? Yeah, if not, neither was the Ukraine. The ransomware attack swept through the nation like a Utah wildfire. Too soon? And it wasn't discovered until it got in the thick. Here's Ray with the scoop. Hey everyone, don't mind the hair. It's actually really hot here in Chicago, so my hair just got frizzy. But let's get into the story. So, the first one, yeah, Petya is not a downloadable character you can download for Overwatch, but it is something that someone downloaded that affected pretty much all of the Ukraine. So what am I talking about? Petya is the ransomware virus that attacked a, a lot of Ukraine establishments. It attacked in airports, banks, it attacked um, the FedEx Dutch's like, shipment system, whatever. But the main attack was on Ukraine. Now, in the ransomware attack, of course, the hackers say you pay this much to get all of your files from this computer. Now, according to reports, it's only been paid around $10,000, which is a minuscule when it, when you look it into how big it was um, in Ukraine. So people are saying this may be a hack that was wrapped in a ransomware uh, package that is actually an attack on the state of, of the Ukraine. Now, a lot of people are not putting any names of any countries in anyone's mouths, but there have been reports that North Korea was behind uh, the WannaCry attack and of course Russia and Ukraine don't really get along too well with you know annexation of Crimea it's it was it, there's a long history to in there too but of course no one is saying that for sure it's all rumors at this point but I do want to say that if you ever download something and updates to your software make sure you're getting it from an official source because apparently there was a upgrade an update to a system with that's being used within the ukraine's uh systems that was a portal for the virus to get into the update did not contain the virus itself but it had a loophole where the virus could go um and infect all of these systems so make sure you're downloading it from a reputable source and not a third party um i promise me i'm actually am this company source because you never know 
But I want to get into the second story because we don't know if this feature is going to happen later this year. What am I talking about? So, at a trade show in China, Qualcomm did prototype, keyword prototype, a ultrasonic, oh, sorry, ultrasonic fingerprint sensor that is underneath the screen. This is revolutionary because this is something that Samsung tried to do with the Galaxy S8 line. However, they failed to do it, so that's why the fingerprint sensor is on the back of the device. Now, how is this important? Because the iPhone 8, iPhone X, whatever that name turns out to be later this year, is supposed to have a fingerprint sensor underneath the screen. And if it, this is done, Apple will be the first person, the first, sorry, first company to introduce a phone with that feature. Qualcomm, again, is only prototyping this technology in a trade show. But who knows, maybe Apple has been secretly doing their own fingerprint underneath the screen technology for a past year. There, the rumors of a underneath the screen fingerprint sensor has been rampant for months. It is one of the main features that a lot of Apple enthusiasts are really hoping is true later this year. But we'll see about that. And really that's all the stories I have for today. I'm sorry. Again, for my hair, it's just frizzy, but I'll see you all on Tuesday for my tiny room, all right? Bye. Thanks, Ray. As they say, beauty only runs skin deep, and maybe so does a fingerprint sensor. Coming up on Ram TV, Death Note the movie. You're watching Ram TV. Welcome back to Ram TV. For those anime fans out there, you may be more than familiar with Death Note, the story of a boy who can kill anyone by writing their name in a book given to him by a death god, inevitably becoming drunk with power. And 10 years later, Netflix has developed a live-action, western-themed movie, not series, as some thought, based on the anime. Here's Zach with the details. So, it's been known for some time now that Netflix has been working on a live-action adaptation of Death Note, a manga written in 2003 with an anime adaptation produced in 2006 in Japan, before making its way stateside a year later. With about a couple of months to go until the premiere, Netflix released a trailer for the film. Yes, like Aaron said, film. A lot of us, myself included, thought this was going to be a small series, but it's a standalone movie. In this western adaptation, Light Turner, comes across a mysterious book given by a death god, granting him the power to kill whomever he wants by simply writing their name down. Okay, before you get annoyed, obviously if you've watched anime in the last 10 years, you likely don't need an introduction to the Death Note basic plot. But some of you haven't, so there it is. Now, Turner will be played by Nat Wolf, and the film is being directed by Adam Wingard, best known for The Guest and You're Next. Wingard thinks this is the next big step for anime and promises, in simple terms, this one's gonna get freaky. Quote, I think anime are due for the same treatment that comics get when Nolan did Batman. I think the key is straying away from the overt anime style like Speed Racer and Dragon Ball and instead try to ground the series in more relatable ways. With Death Note, I tried to give it a gritty, lived-in look. With that said, Death Note's going to be my most insane movie yet. It makes the guest look conventional. The movie also stars Margaret Qualley, Lakeith Stanfield, Paul Nakauchi, and Shea Wiggum, and my personal favorite, William Defoe, who's voicing Ryuk, the Death God. Now, this is an anime adaptation and one featuring Western actors, so I'm well aware much of the public has already given their sealed and official negative review of it months ago. But my advice? Don't be like that. If you truly like Death Note, give this one a watch. I mean, we both know you're going to anyway. I know I will be. 
Thanks, Zach. Death Note, the movie, goes live on Netflix August 25th. Time and reviews will tell us if this becomes a trend. As for trends, it appears Disney's getting on the make everything PC trend and changing one of their well-known scenes from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Mike tells the dastardly tale. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is making quite the stir, uh, as, or I guess we can call them now the politically correct. Pirates of the Caribbean opening very soon this July in Disneyland Paris. Pirates of the Caribbean will be returning and um, they actually are planning to now show off a brand new scene for the attraction uh, which basically is a reimagining of the auction scene where instead of getting a wench for a bride you're surrendering your loot to this redhead who was once the highest uh, you know the highest priced wench is now a pirate taking over and a lot of controversy over this particular scene for a number of reasons. Number one is, you know, they're trying to make it politically correct, but they're not being historically correct. Now, I understand that there's going to be a lot of people who watch this and say, Oh, Mike, you're anti-feminist. No, I'm not. And here's the thing. I truly believe that, you know, by mucking around with this scene, you're changing the integrity of what the original creators had in mind, which was a historically correct depiction of what it was like back in the old, the older days of pirates. This is also another very important scene in the history of Disneyland, if not the Disney company, because this was the very last scene that Walt Disney himself saw before he passed away. So, I mean, and now they're changing it. I mean, even Mary Davis, Harriet Burns, and Kim Irvine, who were huge um, contributors to the attraction, said by doing this, they're not make they're basically you can't have politically correct pirates but what are your thoughts do you like the changes or are you against it let me know in the comments below and you know if you're in paris check it out if you know but um i don't know about this one but this is mike cook with your disney news and uh you know keep sailing guys thanks mike the pirates ride is expected to open back up with the new scene next year well that's gonna do it here in the geekdom Thanks for joining us on Ram TV. Again, a huge shout out to Designs by Diane. And of course, all of you for joining us. And because you've been with us, I do have a giveaway I want to do. I have right here two different sets of headphones I'm looking to send out. Anyone interested in winning one of these sets, all you need to do is leave a comment in the video on our YouTube page and tell us what one of your favorite DLC releases was and why. I cannot wait to hear from you guys, and after three days, I will randomly select two different sets of headphones I'm looking to send out. Anyone interested in winning one of these sets, all you need to do is leave a comment in the video on our YouTube page, and tell us what one of your favorite DLC releases was, and why. I cannot wait to hear from you guys, and after three days, I will randomly select two comments and message you to get your address. Zach, take us out. Do you ram? Hi, thanks for watching Ram TV. If you like what you see, please be sure to subscribe to our channel. We release new episodes every Saturday and new tiny ram videos every single day. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, GoFundMe, and Patreon. Also, please leave us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again, and see you next time.